Blog Talk Radio. that we always have the solution to the problems that we see. 
right, we call a problem. Is it really a problem or is, are we just perpetuating this continuation of belief based upon our experiences or the stories of other people? So today we're going to be doing that. And I may even, in the last couple of minutes, uh, take a few phone calls and take a couple, and maybe do a couple of um, intuitive readings with people. And today I got a couple of questions uh, about that. I always do intuitive readings. I just kind of slow down the program. My schedule is so hectic that the show is down to 30 minutes now instead of an hour like it used to be. So now I just try to uh, do as much as I can in 30 minutes. You can always contact me on Facebook as Marion Afour or Sister Afour, and you can also reach me at 480-269-1038 to leave some times and dates for your appointment to schedule your time for a private reading and uh, and then we can accommodate you that way. All right, let's get grooving, let's get shaking, let's take our commercial break, and then we'll be right back after these words. Author Marion Afour has written two powerful and thought-provoking books, not to my reality, encouragement while dancing in the storm, and seeking escape, a conversational journey to your true reality. They both offer therapy for the soul that is filled with empowerment and offer a code of conduct for an enhanced life and longevity. These books are available everywhere books are sold, including Amazon.com, MarianAfoorSpeaks.com. You can also join Marian Afour for moments of conversation on Blog Talk Radio Tuesday and Thursday mornings, 10:30 a.m. Central, 11:30 a.m. Eastern. Marian Afour, Not My Reality and Seeking Escape. Two books that you don't want to let miss out on your next book club or book conversation. p.m. Central, 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern for Doing Business Exponentially with Marion Afour. Come learn the tricks of the trade to allow your business to become more than just a dream, but an actual reality of success, longevity, and definitely a legacy that people will remember. Monday night, 5 o'clock p.m. Central, 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, Doing Business Exponentially. We are back here on Moments of Conversation. Thank you all for joining me here on today. As I said, we're going to be talking about a couple of topics on tonight and maybe trying to get in a few uh, phone calls and reading on today. I see i got some good folks that join me in the phone lines. I'm happy to see you on today. Welcome, 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 Miss Ema, as well as some other folks that are on the line, Guru, and some other familiar numbers. So I'm not going to go down the list because y'all know I will get in trouble. But today, I, I was pondering the ideal of dating. Someone sent me a document, and, the, and they began to talk about the right woman or the right man. And they began to give these steps about what the right man represents and what he would do and would not do. And as a result of that, I started pondering. Because one of the things it said was that 
he will, you know, look to date and build a relationship. And I started saying, you know, do people really do that nowadays? Is this antiquated? Are people um, looking at individuals in that capacity that they really want to build a relationship? And then I remember what I wrote in in my book, Not My Reality, Encouragement While Dancing in the Storm. One of the things I talked about was that it's not that people don't date, is that we don't know how to date. We have no idea what it means to date because we're so busy accessing, you know, the fast-paced life. We're accessing all the media images of what love is, of what relationships are, how friendships are developed, and as a result, we find ourselves rushing through because when you're dating someone, you really are attempting to find commonalities. You really are recognizing that this is an individual that initially on surface has piqued your interest. And so you're looking to find out the commonalities, and in finding those commonalities, you may realize that's not really something you enjoy or that you realize that it's something you also enjoy. And it's enough for you to continue to pursue and find out if having these commonalities are enough for you guys to engage. Because I'm finding Nine times out of ten, people are going for lust and glitter versus like and conversation. They're rushing to get into a place of belonging. I said it. Most of us rush into a situation to belong or it's convenient or we are no longer comfortable being alone because people have told us that our aloneness is actually loneliness, and there is a difference. Being alone is a choice. It just means that you are physically in a space or mentally, emotionally in a space where you're comfortable functioning by yourself, taking care of whatever has to be taken care of, and interacting with other people, but not with a commitment or obligation that there is a formal relationship. Loneliness is saying that you are yearning to be with individuals. There is a calling out on a soul level that is telling you that you are missing and in need of the fulfillment of that connection, a connection on a deeper level, a connection that is more uh, has more longevity to it, a connection that is allowing you opportunities to engage with a person on a regular, continual basis. And know that you can become, hopefully, interdependent versus codependent. So dating is something that we all trigger off into our minds. And it just happened today because I I see people post all these things, and I myself am also um, re-opening up myself. I'm opening up myself to be more open and more aware of my commitment to myself and my willingness to be in a relationship with someone. So I'm okay questioning people where they are and asking them why they want to be in my life and what what is it that's making me believe this person should continue to have access to me simply because a certain amount of time has passed. There's always an out. There's always an escape. Nothing is set in stone. No, we don't have to do it just because it's there, but we just need to know that it is available to us to escape. 
absolutely, positively. I want to get a few of your comments in on this. So if you are on the phone line and you want to ask this conversation, remember we're having a conversation. This is not uh, not a dictatorship. It's not a one-way. I really want to have an interactive conversation. So if you want to get in, just push one on your phone lines, and then I'll take your uh, questions and comments. Good morning, and welcome to Moments of Conversation. Well, good morning. Such a timely, timely topic. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. And I was just, I sent you um, something, what is dating? Mm-hmm. And you covered some bases, and I thought, and uh, I was on the mega bus coming home. And I meet this man. And it was most interesting. By the time I got off the bus, I was his woman. (laughs) Y'all ready? I need to come and perform a ceremony. (laughs) And he made a declaration to the couple sitting across us about, you know, how all this came about. He said I had this veil and when I put it over my head, I transformed to this warm being. And I yeah. need to keep that veil all the time. <laughs> oh, wow. But, and it occurred, I thought I had the seat to myself, right? And he mm-hmm. said, when the bus driver said, well, there got to be some more seats. You're going to have to move your bags. And he said, I gave him such a look that was like I could cut his head off. And I said, well, it wasn't anything personal. I just thought I had to see to myself. That was my vision. But, you know, Spirit told me, let up. You know, so I let him. I moved my back so he could sit down. And the whole while he had his knee, his leg resting on mine. Mm. And somewhere in the conversation while we was on the bus, he told the man sitting across to me that he thought that was his leg. Now, I let that pass. Because I thought, he thought that was that man's leg, and I'm pushing my leg on his, and he's letting his leg stay there, not resisting. But now he said he thought it was the man's leg across. What do you think about that? (laughs) I can't even, I'm not reading more into that. So that just means he's not aware of energy. You know, it it could be honest. You know, maybe he okay. felt like because it's a guy, like the guy wouldn't feel as offended. How you doing? Because guys, you know, guys kind of hang out versus a woman to be violating her space or something like that. Okay. All right. Well, mm-hmm. then the next thing was that he bought me dinner, and he then he announced he bought enough for the couple across, but they had already bought theirs, so... It was some chicken, of course, and some red beans mm-hmm. and rice and a biscuit. Some of our, our favorite spots. Yeah. Yeah. And he said he'd take care of his woman, and he told them, you know, I was his woman at this point, but he's a dialysis patient. Mm. So I say, well, I have healing. So I thought about it later when we departed, and he had to take uh, his journey further. And I stood out there with him. I told him I'd probably get a cab, but he never offered to give me any cab fare. So, you know, if I was his woman, he bought me some chicken that he, you know, we shared. 
And he bought me a lighter and a pack of cigarettes, you know, something I really don't need. But what I needed was a cab, and he didn't give me the fare. But, you know, he wanted me to believe he's going to take care of me. So then the reality was this man needs a caretaker. And was he looking for a woman because he had on his uh, phone, I'm so tired of being alone. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm like, is this really what I want to do? And why Mm -hmm. would I want to be in a relationship with him? And he have all these needs. You know, and am I going to change, you know, because when he didn't give me, say, well, here's $20 for a cab fare, you know, I don't need nobody to buy me cigarettes and chicken. I can do that myself. But um, I need $20 for some cab fare, you know, so I can conserve my cash and maybe make an investment. (laughs) (laughs) But, But you know what? But even that statement alone, like that precedent, that, um, you know, that, that's kind of how it goes. Like, you have a problem. The problem is that the problems that you recognize that you sit outside. Did he ask you to wait with him? Did he say that? Was the assumption that he's going to give you You know, all the things that No, I, that, you know, that, I offered myself, but he came to me, you know, uh, yeah. He said money was, you know, I asked him how much some. He said, well, don't worry about it. We're not going to worry about how much things cost. So if you're going to oh. worry, oh, you, you know, so if you're going to do all these things, I didn't ask you to buy me any chicken, okay? Mm-hmm. I didn't ask you to I buy me any saying. cigarettes. Yeah. I didn't ask you to buy me a lighter. But now we come to, I'm I'm a radical, so I thought, you know, he would just give me 20 bucks or a $100 bill or something since I'm your woman. <laughs> <laughs> and make well, sure you know what? whether that goes, I had that money or not. So, huh? so your date, so you you all had a date on the mega bus, yeah. but it didn't bring about it didn't bring about you know it, it didn't bring about commonalities that were long lasting. Right, it didn't make that, me that feel he, relaxed like I'm really in a relationship. Exactly. And although that that could have been a, he could have gave me you know we can look at it another way he could have gave me the twenty dollars right. And I'm thinking, oh, this man, he bought me chicken cigarettes, he gave me $20, he really liked me, he, you know, mm-hmm. he makes a public declaration of his feelings, he claimed me as his woman, all this within eight hours, you know, and they mm-hmm. say if it's too good to be true, usually it is. <laughs> and even after that illusion, he could have came the next time, and, you know, he talking all this, don't worry about it, I take care of my woman, and blah, 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 but... Do I want to be taken care of at what price? You you see what I'm right. saying? And Absolutely. he said that, um, it you know, we're equal and, you know, blah, blah, blah. He said all the right things a woman wanted to hear. But can he really walk the walk? So a flag for exactly. me was him not, you know, taking care of my cab fare. I mean, you know, if you demand, that's what mm-hmm. I'm used to when a man say he loved me, he care about me. He take care of me totally, and that's such a little trite. You know, it wasn't like I was asking for a couple of grand. Right. <laughs> hang know. on, hang on the hang on the line. We got some more folks who go get in. We're gonna continue this, but everyone who's here, you just record this moment of conversation. We're talking about dating. We're talking about getting through and problem solving. 
And I and I'm gonna say again as I as I started initially, that's the you hit it on the head. What is the expectation? And remember time is only relevant to the person that's experiencing. He may really feel like enamored and it was a good feeling for him and he's tired of being alone, so you helped him get rid of that loneliness. Mhm. That alone that stayed up alone. So yeah, and, and it felt alone. good. It felt it yes. felt really good. Yeah. So you can but, break uh, that. It felt hold good. on one second. I'm going to say, hold on one second. Another caller. Hang on. Okay. Welcome to Moments of Conversation. This is Marion the Four. Uh, yes. Good morning. Hi. Greetings. Good morning. Hey. How you doing today, Empress? Okay. Go ahead. Hello. Nine two eight. Uh, yes. Yes. Hi. Do you have a question or comment? Uh, actually, I have a psycho question. I'm not sure if you're doing interviews or not. Um, I am going to be doing some in a few minutes. You have a question? Uh, yes. Okay, go ahead. I am wondering where you see uh things going with me and this person right now, like the rest of my life. Okay. <laughs> There's someone that you're dealing with right now. Okay. Uh, what was okay. that? Okay, you want to get your question. I got a little feedback from you. So you're asking a question of whether or not I see you with this person you're with now or the person that you've got a relationship with. Can you hear me? Uh, Yes. So I'm asking which one do you want me to focus on, the one you just ended or the one that you are with uh, the one that's the one that's in my life right now. Can I just give you his name that way? Mhm. Go ahead. Let's bring him forward. Uh, Dale. Okay. All right. So I'm looking at Dale. This is so funny. I'm laughing for me, not for you. Um. Yeah. You know he's a good guy, but um, he gets a, he kind of hides in the shadows of uh, of other people, what of people's expectations. Like he's not really sure. He's taken aback by you. Put it like that. When you are doing your best, when you're shining, you're smiling, you're giving him all that you want to give, he's really not sure if this is going to last. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Not really, no. Okay, so you are dating Dale. You and Dale are together. You're interacting Uh, with him. You're dating. Yep, right? Okay, you you get me? Because I'm trying to say the way that I'm, I'm getting it and what I think. I'm trying to be as radio-friendly as possible. When you guys are interacting, he's cool with you. He and he's, But his question, he has a question in the back of his mind as to whether or not how long this is going to continue to last. Mm-hmm. And it's only because he's responding back to your subconsciousness. He's just saying, do I really want to be with them? Right. Just like when exactly. I began. Um, just like so when actually, I began. Because <laughs> that's why she's calling, because she's unsure. She's mm-hmm. not comfortable um, in that relationship. She this is Dr. Ema. How you doing? Um, actually, no. I'm just wondering where you see things going. Where do you see things going? 
I don't know. That's the reason I'm asking. Right. That's that's what we were saying, essentially, is that uh, mm-hmm. you, there's an unsurety in that relationship. And yeah. that's why, you know, uh, you're calling, but you are aware of uh, what creates that type of void because there's something expected of you that you don't really want to give mm-hmm. up. And so that's why the sister was saying in the moments of intimacy, everything seemed all right, but outside of that, there's nothing there. You understand? And um, intimacy, so, like what are you talking about? What do you mean? By that, oh. well, well, what you feel, what, what you're not, what you are unyielding to give up, because you know it's like he wants you to shrink, so he won't feel uncomfortable. But you are whole within yourself. Uh, okay. <laughs> True or false? And, and and I'm gonna tell you this too, if I may add. I'm going to be honest, and, and if you've never spoken to me before, please know this. Okay, yeah, the glasses just came off. Here's what you here's what you need to be aware of. The moment you yeah. were on my line, the moment you were on my line, I picked up your energy. The moment you were on my line, it showed me okay. a picture of you and the individuals around mm-hmm. you, and it gave me colors. And I'm saying it may not be what you want to hear, and it may not be the way in which you wanted to hear it, but I try to have brevity. I don't have a problem. People have called me and called me after the show, and I've clarified some words that they felt like was unclear, and they were like, you're damn right. And they called back to the show and said, you're right. The bottom line is you still have some connections mm-hmm. from past relationships in your mind and in your heart. Dale is not a horrible guy, great smile, kind of, kind of bubbly, can make you laugh. He enjoys watching you mm-hmm. do your thing. He enjoys, right? Okay, but in your heart of hearts, the reason why you're questioning is it going to last is because you're still battling. I'm not, with, I'm not even asking if it's going to last. That was not my initial question, and that's not what I asked. You want to know where you want to go? What do you want? What, what wording do you need me to say to tell you that it is all in your No, name? my question was, like, where do you see things going? That was my question. I didn't ask you about whether or not. Form, if I had to show you this right now, the way things are showing up, I see you guys yeah. continuing exactly the way you are for about another two mm-hmm. to three months. And what's that? Exactly, doing nothing but foolishness, going back and forth, playing this little game. Oh, okay, I'm with you today. I'm not with you tomorrow. I like talking to you today. I don't want to talk. I'm going to flirt over here a little bit, throw a little something your way. Um, actually, Maybe you that's not it. what our situation is even like. That's not even what it's like. No. That's what I'm, no okay, idea well, what you, you can say how you want to say it. Hearing. Okay. I'm going to say this. I'm going to tell you again, the way you two, yeah. you have, I'm telling you, you're chasing, and chasing is never going to, and wishing is never going to give you I'm not desire. even chasing him. Like, that's not okay. even what I, I have. I totally have no idea what you're seeing or what the hell you're okay. picking up, but you're not reading. Okay, baby. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Like I said, if you want to get clarity, I'm trying to be radio friendly. So if you want to if you uh-huh. want to talk to me, feel free to, and I will do it. It's free. You can call me after the line. What's Okay, four eight zero two six nine ten thirty eight. Okay, thank you. So you see, this is a perfect example of the denial conversation. Mm-hmm. She's chasing this boy, and they're and they're intimately involved. It's two men that she's around. How 
how do you how do you interact with somebody and then hey your eight hour trip? Okay, she's hanging up now. My okay. eight hour trip is um... your eight hour trip is a perfect example. She has she's been having love affairs in her head for the last moments with you. She continues. Where's it gonna go? It's gonna go exactly where you want it to go. Nowhere. Well, it can't. I think I you see know, Guru on the line. Guru, Let me grab him in real quick. Yeah. Okay, Guru. Is Guru Good morning. There? Maybe he put me on mute. He might have put me. He may have me on mute. He'll pop back in. I'll leave his line open. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, Ema. What was your What was your? Well, you know, um, getting back to the bus ride because uh, I think that's you know the bus ride. Is important because we see initially before you engage any further with a person, you're going to see some mm-hmm. little uh, flags that come up, and then it's all about choice. Do we continue? But what happens is a lot of people continue seeing the red flags and think it's it's not applicable, or they just seeing stuff, or mm-hmm. they, you know, because it's something that they want. Now he might could have gotten me. If he had gave me twenty dollars, so you know I wouldn't even be talking about this right now. But he didn't give me the twenty dollars, and I'm, you know, I equate love with, with, you know, if a man care, if you can't spend a man's money physically, I don't need you to buy it on me. Give it to me. Let me put it in my hand. Determine what I want to do with it. And it was just a small matter, you know, so. If I go forward down the line, I know that this man is not free in giving money yet. And then another question is, do I want to take his money? Because, you know, what comes behind that might not be pretty. You know, you're taking my money and, you know, you got a crazo and you're going through changes on that. I don't need a man to take care of me at this point in my life. You know, to buy me chicken and cigarettes. I can do that myself. I can buy my, you know, I got $20 to catch a cab. But don't come and tell me you're going to be my man. Don't say you're going to be my man and you got, huh? I said, I said, look at it in this way. And I'm hoping Guru chimed in because I hear him saying something. But Guru, you're muted. I don't know why you're muted, but unmute yourself and uh, join in. Um, But anyway, I was saying, and what do those words mean? If you hear the word, you're my man, I'm declaring mm-hmm. this is my woman and what was the what was the context and the environment. So mm-hmm. everything goes back so that we can really embrace the truth of our reality. And your reality mm-hmm. is your reality is saying, Okay, if you can if you can give me if you can shine your light on me in your if your strength why not reach out? Maybe he feels, and then maybe possibly he could say, well, she had already planned to go. People think like that. Just because our extension of heart, heart-centered is present doesn't mean that there is one. Well, there's more, you know, than one side, but, you know, now the reality, the conversation is, Wait, this, I'm not going, I'm not ready to be a caretaker. Exactly. You know, so I'm glad he didn't give me the twenty dollars, you know, because you I would have felt some kind of moral obligation because I, you know, cause this is my man. He gave me twenty bucks. 
okay. What's that song? And you know me. What's yeah, you know, me? so then now I'm going to feel obligated. And, uh, you know, this poor man with dialysis, I don't want no man getting ready to die on me. You know, I want him to live oh, wow. forever if I find... Uh, this is my true love. I don't want it to be short end. You know, I want it to last. And so we have to talk about your health. You know, you can't tell me you eat anything. You know, I don't. Wow. You know, I can't. I can't. You know, so it's a lot of work there, and I'm a work in progress myself. Absolutely. And I'm not going to sell for anything. And I believe. Um, the universe is sending me, you know, men who have uh, material wealth, but they don't have spiritual wealth. And mm-hmm. he has he has to have both of them, you know, for that balance. Because right. I don't want to get caught up on, you know, what a man can buy me in this and, you know, gain this world of materialism and lose my soul, lose my individuality. About mm-hmm. something that's going to dissipate anyway, you know, the dollar. That's not no money. That's not no real wealth. And if you don't have good health to go with the money, your ill health is going to take all the money. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be broke <laughs> and sick Absolutely. in poverty, living on food stamps and welfare when you had it all. And I don't think people realize uh, how, you know, ill health. And that can come from a relationship when we're unprepared for when lust creeps in. Exactly. And, and listening to what people say to you and, you know, and, and the actions didn't match. So I'm sorry. You know, with... But no, you, know, you, had the, a, you have expectations and standards and it's okay. And it's, it doesn't make him a bad... Like you said, it doesn't make him a bad mm-hmm. person or a good no. person. Nor does it affect you. It just means that you you are aware of what you like and what it takes for you to stop being in your state of where you are as you are developing and growing. And that's what dating is. Dating is to survey and get to know the person's likes and dislikes. I I often tell people, don't waste your time asking me about, you know, my ex-husband and children, how many children I have and where where does this happen. And That's really none of your business at this state in the game as we progress. I need to know, are you really someone that I need to allow to even know anything about mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. And so in your eight-hour journey, you were able to have an experience that heightened your life, to heighten your day, as it mm-hmm. should be, a date should do that. And I'm, I know you contributed to his life, so, mm-hmm. um, and then we can go from there. Yeah, dating is a complicated situation. Um, and like I said, a lot of us don't even understand how to do it. Dating for me, this is this is uh, the Marion of four. The definition of dating, as I alluded to earlier, is not about is not about uh, lust. It's not about physical sex. Intimacy is about having a conversation with individuals to learn more about them and find your commonality. And in doing so, you're going to identify what you like and don't like. Mm-hmm. You may think you like going to the opera. But really, you were going to the opera because your family put that in your mind, and that your your uh, your spouse or your last mate enjoys going to the opera. Mm-hmm. It has, and you really don't. You know, you don't mind listening to classical music, but you don't want to go to an opera and mm-hmm. watch it live, and that's mm-hmm. okay, right? Right. And so, just setting up those boundaries that that we have, and so. 
But let me say, share this chime in on that statement. It all depends on who you're with when you go to the opera. Or if you go attend something, you know, you have that magical moment. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I told you, you, memories, I'm telling you, memories will take you on a road trip that you will be unable to understand. (laughs) So... I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's, a, it's a journey. That's why I say building relationships are journeys. You know, it, mm-hmm. it requires a whole lot. And, and sometimes when we're looking at individuals, like you said, we get so enamored. You know, people fall in love with mm-hmm. movie stars and rock right. stars and all that. That's not rare. We do it every day. We become enamored and you, with the energies and auras. Right, right. But we must remember not to get caught up on materialism. What a man or a woman can give you, yes, because because you, you, after a while, you know their behavior of these so asinine, and you caught up. I can't let them go because I'm gonna be evicted. <laughs> you know, yeah, you got used yeah. to them. Well, I'm gonna be alone again. I'm gonna be alone right. again, and they might slide into loneliness. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, and it's all and all that is based upon fear, and fear is not something we want to. We don't want to cultivate fear. We want to we want to put fear in its proper place in our life. Fear is designed to let us know when it's time for us to, you know, escape. <laughs> you know, fight or flight. That's what fear is for. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not designed for us to become hostage and, you know, be subjected to all kinds of uh, processes that limit our survival and thriving. So. Right, right. Trusting so, your yeah. instinct. <laughs> Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So we have come to a close of our program on today. I'm so glad you joined me, Dr. Ema. No, I'm glad. The young lady just tried to call me, but I I have to call her right back after the program is over. But I want to encourage everyone to consider what dating is, consider what your decisions are, remind yourself that you have the solution to your quote-unquote problems, that your problem is actually, you know, your body, your inside telling you this is something that needs to be acknowledged and addressed. And you have the solution. That's why it's coming forward to you. And if you have allowed something to come into your realm that you do not want, again, you hold the solution. So join us again here on Moments of Conversation on Tuesday, on next Tuesday and Thursday, same time, 1030 Central, 1130 Eastern, here on Talk Radio. Of course, I am your host, Mary Nafour. I am so honored that you have taken time out of your day to join us. And remember that when things begin to complete your way, make you feel like you just can't go on. Stop. Take out a deep breath and scream out nice and loud. That's not my reality. Know that it's not the end of the road and there's much more awaiting you. It is time for you to stop, see, and the possibilities that are surrounding you and go forward. Remember, it's only a dream until you believe. Until next time, give you peace and blessings.